Hello, everyone. Over here, Jeff. Over here. Nope. Lower. Over. Forward. Yeah, close. Oh, there you, there you oh, are. There you are. Oh, hello. Well, hello. I thought I heard voices. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another, another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads, the one and only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff, Advanced Squad Leader. We are your hosts. Today is the 9th of August, 2023, and we're enjoying the weather tremendously. We are not getting fried like a lot of you out there. Sorry about that. Jeff's staying hydrated, yeah. even though it's not that hot out. No, it's been, it, it's weird. And I do feel a little guilty because as uh, with all of that's going on, Apparently, with heat waves everywhere, we've had a very excellent summer here in the near Chicago. Upper 80s, low humidity for weeks. Yeah. Sporadic rain. Yeah, good enough rain and um, really good. In fact, uh, today, Robin and I, my wife and I finally decided to get to the beach. We hadn't been to the beach yet this year. Oh, the Chicago beach up there? Yes, we go, we go to Illinois Beach State, State Park, which is just to the north of the... Uh, Great Lakes Naval Air, Air Station, the right. Great Lakes Naval Base. Mm -hmm. And I had never been past it in the way we went today. And it's huge. That th that place is huge. The lake? I mean, I, lake no, Michigan? the Naval, the Naval Base. <laughs> the Naval Base is huge. It goes on and on and on and on and on with oh, buildings hate, and people that go on and on. People and on. saluting and, but, and, and it's fascinating to me because I've, I've, don't spend much time around military 
facilities. So it's a little bit exciting, you know? Um, and yet one thing I noticed that the Naval base is lacking. I don't know if you ever noticed this, what the, the big thing they're lacking there. Ships. Yeah. There's, no. They got no boats. There's no boats. It's a training base. They don't for the Navy. <laughs> You'd think they'd have a boat. They learn to drive the boats out when they get to the coast. It's like driver's ed where they take it's all yeah. indoor and, and those machines. those little yeah, those they just the little video, pods. Video games. Video games, maybe. Trainings. Maybe that's it. That's probably they have no ships. They have no boats, no ships. Mm. None. And I don't mean they have a few. They don't have any. <laughs> not even two cops in a canoe. No, <laughs> I was just, I was shocked. But so I know what to get them for Christmas. <laughs> it's like a nice big, but that would be so great if they parked some ships there, even some old ships. They, there's plenty of old ships around. You think they could bring in some old ships and park them there and we could go look at them yeah, and play on them like the guys from SoCal do on the USS Iowa. Exactly. Which makes me wonder, why isn't that parked in the harbor in Iowa? I don't know. There is a ship that is coming on tour. Uh, I forget if it was going to be in Michigan or, or Wisconsin. It was. I think it was too far for us to go on a field trip or to play ASL at it. They're bringing it from... Okay, of course, I don't have the article <laughs> for me. Yeah. They're bringing it from somewhere like it's normally at California or New York, and they're bringing it through the Great Lakes. And then you're going to be able to visit it in different places. And maybe if I Google it, I'll find it while you talk. This is so okay. Well, this is very typical of Americans. And I can say that because I'm, I'm an American. <laughs> I read this story. Oh, no, I heard this story. Wait, no, I read it. And it was about, um, it was about tips, uh, tanks. No, it was about ships. I think it was about ships and they were going to like have these flying ships. No, wait, underground ships. Uh, but I don't have any more information other than that. It's like, okay, wow. Great story. Thank you. Where do you, <laughs> what station did you get that from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that would be cool if they did. I mean, I, they've got a great submarine down at the um, Field Museum. Science and... Or the Museum of Dis no. the Science and Industry. No. No, it's at the Field, Field Museum, Museum, isn't it? Wait a minute. Yeah. No, it's at the Science and Industry Museum. Yes, it's at the yeah, Science and <laughs> Industry Museum. Which is a fantastic facility. Yeah, and it used to be outdoors, and they have that yeah. video they run where they show how they, like, knocked the basement wall out and then brought it in. The oh, because it's inside now. Outside. Yes, yeah. yeah, it used to be outside, but they decided that the, the uh, I don't know, the air is too corrosive or something. Exterior. Maybe, yeah, outdoors, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, weathering it. Which which makes me think. On the way to the beach today, we also went through a very old graveyard, correction cemetery, in Waukegan, and we thought, let's pull in there. And so we went in there, and there are all these really old headstones. Well, for us, old 1800s for, for America, for America, that's really old. And uh, so we walked around a little bit, but a lot of the headstones were made of, I guess, limestone or something. And, and all of the etching was completely obliterated. You can't read anything at all on them anymore. The granite headstones are fine, but the limestone headstones are all like 
yes, washed away. Doesn't, so it doesn't last long. I even saw some that were that we went to look for at a graveyard in Ohio. Um, kind of out there where D Laura's grandparents on Don's side are buried, and took Don and her dad and said, "Hey, look, you know he's eighty four or something, and you know having some." normal aging troubles and you could be buried here don where, where do you want to be buried he goes oh yeah i guess i should think about that someday yeah <laughs> like you're not getting it yeah we brought you yeah. here today <laughs> let's let's decide let's pick one now let's pick one so they all look so good yeah so he goes well how about this plot it's next to my parents and the guy who met us out laura set up the guy met us out there who, who is the caretaker yeah and um, you know, farmer guy, he does run some farm farming, and then takes care of the graveyard and has a couple of guys that help him. And then he's well, that's sold. Because <laughs> well, this one's that's sold too. You can wow. be down this row, or cremated and put a stone on top of the other yeah. graves. Lord. Yeah. So that's what he decided. Ah. Uh, oh, so he did decide. Yeah. And then I yeah. started talking about my love for gravestones and how. Adam and I want a mausoleum and our gravestones are so cool. And then Laura's like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. He decided, don't talk him into <laughs> now buying a plot down there and putting up a big headstone. Just he said cremated right here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Did He's you know the term graveyard is often used interchangeably with cemetery? It is, though a graveyard is uh, attached to a church. Toot, toot, toot. Did you? You are correct. Yes. I knew you would know. Well, I looked it up because from playing ASL. Oh. Because I used to call it, you know, I'd look at it and say, oh, cemetery, cemeteries. No, in the rules, they call it a graveyard. And that makes me think, <laughs> now, let's see now, why do they call it a graveyard? Yeah. And it's because there's always a church there because, I mean, that's the way they did it in Europe and there, traditionally. And there is almost always a, always a church next to the graveyard. Graveyards. On the boards. On the boards. Okay. Listeners. I mean, we Yeah. If you could find a graveyard with no church, let us know. Let us know what board Which and board? what hex number. Did Jeff always trying to bring it back to squad leader? Anything we talk about? Yeah, <laughs> circling back. <laughs> well, anyway, the the moral of this story is: when you need a headstone, call the two half squads and get the two half squads discount headstones. Official, uh huh? It's got to have our logo on. Yeah, it's got all. Yeah, it'll have our logo, but it'll, it will be granite or pieces of granite. Maybe yes. chunks of granite put together. Yeah, no limestone stuff. No, only the good stuff. Because even some that we saw at Don's future home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is they were recent. I think it was like 1940s headstones that were limestone. Yeah. And then were wearing off. Yeah. Already. I'm like, oh, this must go back to the 1800. No, that's a 19. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to get plastic. I think I'm going to get mine made out of plastic. <laughs> you you could, can you just um, have people use the plastic mold machines that. Oh, yeah. Like 3D, 3D printers. printers? Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. Print your own. Legos. I'm still afraid to go pick one out because I think I'll die in weeks if I actually pick out a headstone. If you really think that's that'll like happen, go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> Because if that happens, you're, you're just as likely to win the lottery. So. Yeah, I should start looking around. Yeah, are you going to buy a ticket? It's like 1.3 billion. That's stone. 
Or your headstone, okay. No, I won't get a ticket. Yeah, I won't get a ticket either. I don't want the money, honestly. We're just losers. We no. Never win. I don't need it. I'm happy without it. I'm happier without it. Well, we all know what happens to people who do win. They become our best friends. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Everyone calls them up. Yeah. 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 Indeed. So we had a we have a bit of an interview to finish we with uh, I, with our new friend. I'd say first, why don't we do the rules segment for today? Oh, okay. And then we'll finish that wonderful interview with Jim, Jim Akins. Okay, from SoCal. Uh huh. Got about twenty minutes on that. Yeah. And um, we'll call it a show then. Okay, sounds good. So it's time for rules. It's time for rules. You need the rules to play the game and put your opponents to shame. They might seem hard, but that's okay. We're gonna learn them anyway. Rules. rules. All right, today on rules, we're gonna look at continuing the nationalities as we're into section 25 of chapter A. A? A. A? Sir Jeffrey, Americans, <laughs> the U.S. infantry squads have a printed morale level. Is it one higher or one lower on their broken sides? One lower. Oh, no, it's on one higher. Yeah, on the side. broken sides. Yes, it is one higher. It is one higher. A refreshing uh, departure from the other nationalities. Indeed. And, and why is that? Do you remember from your footnotes in ASL? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it's been a long time since I've read that. Uh, we had better songs, better music. That's right. We did just to rally people's spirits. Yeah. No, actually, I don't recall. The theory is we tended to retreat and then regroup. Ah, regroup. And call in the artillery and not just waste waste lives yeah. on a human wave. Okay. Kind of thing. Well, okay. So, but how that plays out is on the so board is frustrating sometimes, isn't it? With your six morale Americans. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah. But that is why. And it says, except for the first line infantry, which have a broken morale too higher on their than their good order side i don't remember that <laughs> in reality I'm gonna and if anybody that. sees any black stuff on dave's face yeah. it's because it's, the headphone cups are shredding even as we speak it's from his the hair that grows on his manly uh, visage so so go to patreon today yeah and donate and so donate I don't so we have to get this black so we stuff. can get new headphones so I'm getting out the Americans, and they are, folks. Oh, this is what my counter trays look like if you're watching on YouTube. By the way, it's my first version of them. Well, uh, actually, not, the first one was the film canisters, the clear film canisters. Oh, yes. Remember yes. That? I had 50 of those. I used to teach photography. It's it's hard to come by those film canisters anymore. <laughs> it sure is. I still have a bag in the garage. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So I'll look you there. Okay. Six six six. Mm -hmm. Backside eight. Well, doggies. <laughs> yeah. What about the green? Nope. They just go to seven. 
five, three, six. So there you go. It's not like we don't know this stuff. It's just that when you think about it or when somebody asks about it and puts you on the spot, it's like, well, wait a minute. It's like somebody says, how do you spell the T H E is it E the T H A U H T H. Yeah. Anyway, that's, so, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Yes. Yes, it does say second line infantry should generally be used to represent American units, which were not prepared for combat. Yeah. So if you're, you have your elite squads and then they're, it's a, a morning attack, you have to switch them all out for second line because they weren't prepared for that. Yeah. Because they were still in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Paratroops, 747s. I remember when Paratrooper came out. It's over here on my shelf. <laughs> and, 747s were in there. You don't remember that because you came in later. Yeah, I came in much later. Big deal. Oh, a new module. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have to drive to ProSex Hobby Shop. I, I think even, even though, oh, sorry, I, even though I wasn't in ASL at the time, I could tell <laughs> just, there was just a feeling in the air. General excitement. Yeah. Yeah, the 747 squad. So they have an ELR. ELR. Normally your ELRs, you're looking at what? Twos, threes, yeah. four. Their ELR is what? Five. That is correct. And it's regardless of other ELR of other units in the scenario. Yeah, which is very cool. And the five means they break down into two half squads instead of uh, go down. Yes, and quality right. Unit. Which is really cool. And um, I remember playing several games and not remembering that, not taking advantage of oh, that. Yeah. yeah. So the ordinance rules all u.s built armor fighting vehicles and ordnance exception atr machine gun that's not machine guns not ordnance well i guess you can fire it as ordnance including equipment used by other nationalities which is identified by the small a in the name when they, they um you know so a lot of your counters you have a little g in parentheses means it's a german weapon oh. in a russian color right and they use the different colors those use red numbers prior to a certain year and black numbers to hit numbers after a certain year. That's a challenging question. Do you know what year that was? 1943. Close. 42. No, wrong. Really? Wrong 44. 44. Okay. Okay. Well, I, that's Remember, why I thought it was 43. But well, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. It was 41. I guess it took them all the way to 44. Yeah. To okay. Okay. Figuring it out. Well, that's when we finally got in to set our foot on European soil, kind yeah, of. Yeah, started getting a lot of experience, I yeah. guess, or yeah. maybe there was a technological improvement. Well, that could be too, because we'd ramped up production so high. So for ammunition, did the Americans excel in logistics compared to other nations? Yes. Yes, we did. And is that sentence in the rule book? No. Yes, it is. Oh, it is? <laughs> It says Americans excelled at logistics. The fact that Americans excelled in logistics, they typically. Then, what happens to the American OBA batteries? Do they have? They have to change the batteries, don't they? They run out of batteries. <laughs> but they have lots of batteries to change it with. Okay. So. Yes, they do. So, would American OBA batteries have plentiful ammunition then? Yes. 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 It's plentiful. How's our ammunition down there? Plentiful. Keep firing then. Yeah, keep firing. <laughs> yeah. Rule 25.34, smoke. 
Jeffrey, do you like to smoke? I do. Is smoking good for you? It's good for me. <laughs> I was wondering what you would say to that. I was... <laughs> I recently, as you know, I've recently decided I need some bad habits because yes, I'm six, 66 years old and I had no bad habits for, I, for 66 years. I actually think you're practically perfect. So you and Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, me and Mary Poppins. So I decided to start smoking cigars regularly. So I just got these today and I was so excited. I had to bring them over to show Dave. Yeah, he always ropes these, me into going out yeah. in the backyard. Then. And these are quick. These are quick little cigarellos almost. Like, but anyway, do I like smoke? Yes, I do. He does. Thanks to Rich Spilkey, who really taught me to smoke like a freight train. When you're playing ASL. Yes. Uh-huh, indeed. Yeah, I remember kind of avoiding it in the early days. Yeah, well, just not. It's not to make it complicated. Did you? I just thought. I, I just didn't see the see the I, point, but Rich kind of taught me you take every advantage you can, and that made a big difference. Yeah, I think I was always so prone. I just want to hit him with high explosives. Yeah, just, right. Just hit him, yeah, right. Yes, but like you, you as long to, as you're rolling the dice, you want to make it blow up something. And you really don't have to blow them up, though, right? I mean, to well, hit, in some cases, you don't. Line of sight, right. And, there you go. Yeah. So when would you say you learned to smoke? <laughs> After watching Gary Fortenberry play at Aswan. Oh, remember that? I think I remember yeah. you telling me about that. And yeah. Smoke. The guy had a kill stack in the tower. Fortenberry had to clear a roadblock. Yeah, something I don't do a lot, but so he's got him up. The guys are getting hit, clearing the roadblock. So boom, he smoked them up in that house or tower. Wow. Yeah. I was like, boy, that's yeah, a good move. That's a good move. You know? So Americans, <sighs> man, American squad plays either white phosphorus or conventional, you know, conventional smoke grenades at its option, Jeff. Yes. Correct. But placing white phosphorus is more difficult. See rule 24.3, which I didn't look up. U.S. built British French color support weapons. I think I'll just read this. Okay. Um, the U.S. mediums, heavies, 50 cals, M2, 60 mortars, and bases are provided in the British color in Fort King and Country, and in the French color in Quad Guerre, second edition. They're identified by having that little A in the name piece. I think she's still wearing her work shoes. I think she's wearing her Dutch shoes. Her <laughs> She just get home from Holland. <laughs> wow. Should her we're recording. And the Baz 44A is also used to scrounge as a Baz 44 scrounge from a U.S. built vehicle or wreck. There you go. Okay. Now you were wondering about that. I was. And that finishes the Americans. How about that? Dun, da, da, da. Nice and sweet. And now? Now it's time for? Our interview. Our interview with Jim. Take it away, Jim. And then the historical places you visited for the tournaments. Did we miss any? 
Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, we went up to the Littlefield Museum. We've done tours to, uh, there's another smaller museum in El Monte, uh, which is a suburb of LA that we, uh, we did a day there. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones. We've talked about doing some other, uh, like Fort MacArthur. There's, I mean, there's not a huge number of World War II sites, frankly, in Southern California, you know. Uh, we've been to the Plains. The, the, there's two airplane museums that have large World War II collections that we've been out to, uh, Plains of Fame, and, and I can't remember the other one out in Chino. Uh, we did tours out there, too, you know, where we just got everybody together and, you know, we all met out there and, and did the tour. It was cool, you know. So we, we try to do a little of that. I don't want I don't want that to be, I would never want that to be the focus of the membership, but it's just yeah. kind of a fun thing for the day, right? Yeah. You know, where we can do something different that's still kind of the same, but, you know, but it's, you know, it's Southern California ASL club. It's not the Southern California, let's have fun doing World War II stuff club, right. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, we still try to stick to the knitting as much as we can, you know? And you never do one of those outings with the wives, right? Well, the wives were always invited and we had uh, the Littlefield trips. We actually did have several wives oh, went up at okay. various oh, times. Okay. Was at least a couple of guys brought their wives, which was cool. You know, and yeah. so they're always invited. Um, we did one day going to the uh, shooting range. A lot of our guys are, are shooting enthusiasts or uh, gun enthusiasts. So we did a, uh, a day at the range, which um it kind of is pushing the envelope in terms of is it really world war ii but a lot of the guys had a lot of world war ii small arms so which was really terrific you know they yeah. had grands and mausers and i mean we had between the various i think we had 10 or 15 guys that came and we had an amazing collection you know lee enfield rifle and um i got to shoot a lot of stuff that i'd never shot before because you know for world war ii small arms so and my wife came to came to that game day or that event which she's usually uh um not real big into world war ii stuff frankly as you know uh it is what it is but yep. she came and came and shot with the guys and had a good day so wow. yeah they, the women are always invited they don't always they don't always come but they're always invited and like you know? we had mike rizzi take us all to gettysburg and well what four people five people and several wives came and someone shopping and sure. My wife made it out to the battlefield for part of the conversations. Yeah. So there you go. She yeah. liked it, but yeah, she wouldn't probably go again. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've dragged my wife to a few battlefields over the years. It's not her favorite thing to do, but she's you know she is a good sport if nothing else. So she'll she'll go along with me to a point. So which is nice. You know, she's real sweet about that. So my daughter, on the other hand, is is a big history buff. I dragged her out to. Uh, she's in her mid thirties now, but you know, she didn't have, well, she, you know, she was interested in it. And so we spent a lot of time on battlefields when she was a kid in her, you know, uh, high school and, and middle school years, you know, yeah, uh, we visited a lot of battlefields, which was fun, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, absolutely great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we be wrapping up any soon? Jeff? One, one last question. Do you guys may, uh, do your own scenarios? Do you have like a oh yeah in the melee pack yeah yeah we do yeah thanks thanks for mentioning that yeah i need to put in a pitch for the melee packs yeah, yeah we, we have one over there. keep talking <laughs> we i'll have be right it? back okay. i have one okay <laughs> yeah we um we've done three we haven't done 
a, another one in a while. We haven't done a sequel. We did one, two, and three over you know, um, you know, a few years, not very not long period, but we haven't we haven't done one in probably I don't know 10, 12, 15 years, something like that. Oh, wow. uh, we're actually actively working on melee pack four, maybe melee pack five. Uh, we may go with a bigger pack because we have a bunch of scenarios. So, but melee pack four is definitely in the works. We're uh, uh, we're actually actively working on that. I think we have about eight scenarios that are more or less ready to go and uh, still looking to add a couple more. So, but yes, we do design our own scenarios. We play test our own stuff. We have a, um, a fairly elaborate system, like everything else with SoCal ASL. We have an elaborate system for it to, to yes. get it under control because we have a lot of people. So we have to, you know. Um, but we do we have, um, a play test system that we are there use. copies of uh, Stereo Pack one, oh. two, and three left. Uh, we print on demand. You can contact oh, you um, our Great. website, and and we actually print on demand. So uh, we so don't get here, a lot of. Here's your chance to sorry? do your commercial. Yeah, really. What's the um, website? I'm kind of looking forward to Naily Pack Four. Is going to be kind of cool because I think what? we'll probably do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What oh, are you going to say, Dave? I just was like, did I go? Did I leave to go get something? You were gonna go get well, a, not a beer? a beer. I think it was. Uh... <laughs> oh, you got sidetracked. Ah, oh, there we go. Daily pack one. Oops. So sorry. Yeah. Keep going. It's just a prop. Oh, like, like us. Great scenarios in there is a lot of fun. You know, it was a lot of fun doing. Um, it's it's kind of a learning experience if you've never done them. You know, done scenarios before. Uh, yeah, curtain call. On, you have on the back there. Um, if I remember right, that's the one that's on um, the Numga board, right? Isn't that what it, it shows? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's good memory. Yeah, yeah. Well, we played them all to death when, you know, it's kind of the nature of, you know, like the, you know, the New England guys, you know, do a lot of play testing because they come out with scenarios, right? So, yeah, right. Um, right. One of the things that we try not to do, um, it would be very easy to hijack our game days and just make them into play test days. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. Um, that's a great way to get guys to stop showing up when they're only going to, uh, you know, you start departing from your normal format. And not everybody wants to play test. You know, play testing is something that some guys enjoy and are good at, and other guys don't want any part of. So I don't want to, you know, if somebody wants to play test, we always have a portfolio full of folder full of scenarios that are, you know, hey, you want to take a crack at this? You know? Yeah, we've um, done some. We did a little for St. Louis guys, Jeff and I together, and then Dave and mm -hmm. I did Hakapale and oh yeah, sure, and some other stuff for a few people. But when you do get something in your hands, it's pre-made, yeah. and you're kind of like, oh, I really want to do this. I can yeah fully say yeah. Then you don't want to play test. I mean yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's an acquired case. Not everybody yeah. and not everybody wants to play test, yeah, and I respect that. It's good to play test, but yeah, I think I think it's in my philosophy is it's part of if you're going to participate in the hobby, you should be, participate in the whole hobby, and that includes, you know, helping play test. You know, at Oktoberfest every year, I always try to play test at least one scenario for Pete Schelling um you know because i'm a big fan of pete and become friends you know over the years and you know i love his work so and you know it's it moves the ball downfield for him and that's great you know that's i think you have to participate fully but i yeah. get that if you don't want to that's okay too yeah it's good you know, to it's give not back, everybody's thing right yeah yeah i think but 
you know, people can give back in different ways. Yeah. You know, play testing isn't the only way. And then do you find, well, I'm okay. Did I miss you guys were talking when I was going over there? <laughs> did I miss like the development part that it, I always wonder, like, no, are there not really, um, no, uh, I was just saying that we do have a, um, we have a methodology for play testing that, um, where we have forms that, you know, when you play test, you fill out forms and that type of thing. So we can, you know, grade, you know, the, the scenario and, and what we're looking for and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then some people probably shouldn't be play testing, right? If you, I found like, I missed something on Hakapale, Dave and I did that, you know, we probably should have caught it. And so we always felt like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm with the quality of a player to notice that there's this um, way to break the well, scenario. And here's, here's how, here's my philosophy on it. Yeah. Um, that when the scenarios end up in people's hands and they get played and then they ultimately get reported on roar, that's a cross section of players. There are guys, there's going to be scenario, you know, there's going to be playings on there where the guys screwed up uh, an SSR or didn't realize that snow prevents this or that, or, you know, they're not, it's not a perfect world in other words. So I think everybody should, I, I don't think the fact that you might be an uh, inexperienced player or newer player is necessarily a bad thing. Um, I also think that my personal philosophy with, with playtesting, and not a lot of guys always agree with me on this, I think you have to play, you have to balance a scenario for the first playing. You know, if there's, you, you want to make, you want to try to make sure that it doesn't, it can't be broken, right? That's, that's a key part of, of playtesting. Um, but beyond that, you want to make sure it's balanced for the first playing, because most guys don't play any scenario twice. It's a rare scenario that gets played by the same guys two or three times. Right. So you want to make sure that if you, what ends up happening, say it's, say it's balanced, but only if you play it three times, you know, and by the third time, both sides can win evenly. But the first time the Germans always win, what's that going to look like on war? Well, it's going to look extremely pro-German, right? And what ends up happening to scenarios that are 10 and 1 pro-German? They don't get played, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Personally, I usually check, you know, my game time is as tight as anybody else's. I don't want to play a scenario that's completely unwinnable by one side or the other. Um, I'll probably try to play something that's at least reasonably balanced. So, so that's kind of my philosophy. Play balance the scenarios for the first playing, not the third or fourth playing, because you're yeah. probably never going to get two guys play the same scenario. So you're times. kind of saying, make sure like you and your friend or you and your few friends do need to do a lot of the work before you launch that out. Absolutely. And, and I, I, I personally don't want to see the same two guys play test the scenario four or five times, hmm. because I think that that's no longer a real valid sign of what you know what two typical players that are sitting down they've never seen the scenario before oh this looks cool flop it on the counter and start pulling counters you know that's you know guy you know guys that have played the scenario five times that's not a reflection of those guys and the reality is those are the guys that are going to create your war record is the guys that just say oh this looks cool <laughs> you know not the guys that are going to play it over and over again so yeah. so we try to i try to make sure 
uh, when we're play testing that I don't get the same four or five guys playing the scenarios over and over and over again. That's, that's not useful in my mind. And then your scenario designers, do you have, um, is it just like the regular guys or do you have? Yeah, mostly it's, um, it's been a great opportunity for guys that always wanted to design a scenario, but didn't, were a little too intimidated to participate in the whole MMP rigmarole or whatever, or weren't ready for, <laughs> for the criticism they were going to get from the a national audience, so mm -hmm. to speak, you know, um, that they could kind of dip their toe in the water and, and give an idea a try, you know? Um, so our, our scenario packs are usually a pretty broad cross section of club members. I, they're almost always club members uh, or people that have offered to give us stuff that, uh, you know, here, you know, you want this for your pack, that kind of thing. Um, but mostly club members and mostly guys that have only developed a few scenarios, you know, designed two or three scenarios maybe in the whole life. So, but then that's part of the flavor of the pack too. You get a lot of different guys with a lot of different ideas. I don't know why it never occurred to me that you could do uh, print on demand, but because we're old, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's well, great. Yeah. That's great that the, that you can still offer those all three packs. You can still do that because we're printing those three packs uh, using a colored inkjet printer. So our costs have gotten very high on it. Uh, yeah, but we don't print that many of them anymore, right? Melee four. When we cut out with Melee pack four, we're going to have to come up with a new printing process. Probably, we're probably not going to print on demand. At least our initial run mm -hmm. of it is probably going to have to be something else that's one of the things that's kind of holding up production, frankly, because we can't quite decide how we want to go on that. Um, you know, we, we, we're not in the business of producing scenario packs. So we kind of have to invent the wheel when we do one. You know, so, yeah. 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 If you have the four packs. Yeah. And the and the world of printing has come a long way in the 10 or 15, 12, 15 years since we did our last one. So um there's that factor too. Some things have gotten ex very expensive and other things have gotten much cheaper. So. And then I, I, I like even the, you even have the winter boards, which was a big, yeah. I, I talked about 15 years ago. Like I want, that's right. Boards. Yeah. Why can't. Yeah. Yeah. We try to do things that are, you know, a little different or at least they were different 15 years ago. Now kind of, you know, everything's on the table now. Right. right. I mean, uh, stuff gets, you know, stuff starts to look dated pretty fast in the world of ASL sometimes. I yeah, kind of. You know, stuff that, stuff that was cool three or four years ago, now everybody's doing it, right? So, but uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing those scenarios. It, it's uh, It's been a real experience. Um, should we talk a little, well, I'll edit this part out. This is just for us. But I think we've been going over an hour. Okay. Um, I like to go we could put it in two shows, Jeff. We used to do that a lot. Lately, we've been doing like one interview per show and then yeah. just us talking forever on another show. I'm sure people don't like that. <laughs> but if we could talk a little bit about these scenarios and then go ahead and Jeff, I'll break it into two parts and I'll tack on That'd be fine. other stuff where we can meet, you know, and do Jim's got time. Is Jim, was that okay? You got a few more minutes? Can. I'm not sure how much I can tell you about those scenarios because okay. most of them I haven't played in years. Yeah, that's okay. a pack number one. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, those we probably played, we probably did those 20 years ago now. Yeah. So, I mean, I played them all to death, but it's an old experience. And we can so. always talk again too, like maybe when pack four comes out, 
Yeah, we would love to if do you that. or someone else who's developing yeah, stuff. Too. You know, oh, we, we could get a couple. We could get a couple of guys actually. Which, yeah, uh, we can get a couple guys. Yeah, I mean, great. We're always desperate for material on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but did you? I'll still edit this out. But and then Don Pedros, did you say is Don Pedros? Yes, you bet. And we haven't interviewed him, Jeff. I don't think. No, he did the man. Oh, you need to. You need to interview Don. We do. Oh my. Oh, he's and he like I said, he's a really dear friend of mine, and and uh, um, yeah, you need to do that. He's a great oh. guy, great talker, real. He's oh. easy to easy to listen to. Um, he's got be, a lot to say. I mean, well, he has a lot of really original ideas. So. He goes all the way back to the like the beginning, so the right? very beginning. Yeah, yeah, and he's at West Coast every year. You know, he comes to West <clears> Coast. <throat> he and I get together. Not as often as I would like. He's retired now and I'm not. So, you know, we get together as often as we can, usually at least around the holidays, maybe, you know, one or two times a year or something like that, or he'll come up to a game day or something like that. But um, yeah, super tons and tons of ideas and, and philosophies about how he does the boards and, and his experiences, you know, developing. He did uh, Blood Reef Tarot. He painted Blood Reef Tarot. Yeah. He painted uh, Battle oh, of the Guards. Yeah. Uh, those are, you know, great stories. I mean, yes, fantastic. Yep. Okay, know. so we'll um we'll come back. Like I'll edit, I'll start, yeah. you know, and we'll pick up with what do we leave off with? Just oh, kind of the packs. So I guess we'll yeah. just say some final things okay. about the packs. Sure. And then anything else you want to add, and then we'll do our sign off yeah. together. Jeff and I have okay. a sign off. I don't know if you've listened to the show, but. I've I've seen some of the episodes. Yeah, I I needed to do a little bit of research before I came on. Right? <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of interviews. You'll only see what I was in for, you know. <laughs> well, it's been going great. So, and then if you could send I'm us having fun, if you could send us some photos too, on the YouTube, I'll I put up photos. The listeners at home who just do the podcast, you know, like when they're jogging and stuff. Oh sure, you know, yeah. So, you know, I'll, um, I'll post the, some on um. The post. Do you guys or either do either of you go on Facebook? Because we have a pretty active Facebook oh. uh, group, oh. and no. I posted a bunch of photos on to um, the our Facebook group. I don't know. I don't think I may have put them on the the national group, but we SoCal ASL has its own Facebook group, anyways, our Facebook page. But well, if, if but, Jeff uh, a lot of those photos are I on can, there, I and you're free to those. just lift if you want. You can still, okay. you know. Okay, okay, and if not, then I'll just yeah, have I you still, send us I a few. I still have an account. I'll, okay, I'll grab some. Yeah. All right, so we'll pick up with the melee packs. Then uh, it'll work out, or I'll just blend the two scenes together. It works out. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Okay, so um, yeah, the packs sound great, and maybe when the new pack comes out, that uh, maybe we can talk with you again. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get some of the guys to we'll get a couple other guys also to come in and give you their ideas and maybe a couple of the guys that design scenario, you know, design some of the scenarios. Yeah, um, can give you an idea where they got their material from and, you know, what their thoughts were, what they were looking for, looking to talk about, you know. Yeah, it would be, um, yeah, that'd be great. great. So do you have so, anything yeah, else? I think that'd be a lot of fun. Jim, that you want to uh, say to the community? Um it's i'm having a ball i i love all the guys you know um i because i go to oktoberfest every year i see an awful lot of guys i've made an awful lot of friends i have an enormous circle of friends because of asl you know so but what i mean is that cool or what you yeah know? that's a it's, great thing so, if you, you <laughs> it's know cool. it's, it's one thing that it's one thing to have a hobby when you're you know your hobby is you know 
painting cardboard boxes or something. I don't know, but you know, and it's another thing when you can do see or miniatures. Yeah, I I don't want to pick on the miniatures guys. They have a special yeah. place for me. But um, or they have a special place for me. But um, you know, where can you do your hobby and then build friendships the way ASL does? I don't think there's too many hobbies that that can do that, and and we're we're very very blessed to be able to do that. So you know, I, I'm I'm really happy about that. And, looking forward to a lot of more years so that's great well you're a great president and i would vote for you. <laughs> don't tell anybody you may reelect me again dave and i will each vote for you twice we will because oh, we, we live in chicago we live in chicago we can yeah. do that like i said we i hold elections every year because uh like i told they you know like i said they they voted me president for life which i did not like that idea and i said and they said well why don't you like that idea and i said because president for life get assassinated <laughs> so usually when they, you take the democracy out of the the office um that's when that's when uh, bad things have the knives come out so uh, so i do stand for election every year you know we as I say, not a lot of turnover. The guys are all pretty happy with what we do. So, you know, they're just happy that there's somebody there to do it. You know? Yes. And it and so, it is the structure you got is really fantastic. I would just mention too, Rich Spilkey, our friend who's been on the show often and yeah, great, you know, it printed stuff in the um, journal. Um, he's, he's kind of right. He, Jeff, he's kind of always said like, how come these other states have this like really active community and here in Chicago, we have the open, thanks, Dave mm -hmm. Goldman. Um, sure. But we don't have a, like, structure. So, it, like, I had a Paso Club, and then someone else had one over out west, and we didn't really coordinate. Um, and then a lot of times, right, Jeff, we're just playing. There's a lot of players, so I have wow. never been short of playing, guys. So sure. just play, guys. Like, oh, are you free this week? No, next week. Okay, maybe. And yeah, right. Do and a four-player game, and then we won't. Right. And, then, but. That, and that's much more typical. You know, I think Northern California, the guys up in the Bay Area, for example, oh, yeah, there's we as many guys in the Bay Area as there is in the Southern, you know, in Southern California. There's that many more in Northern California. But, you know, they operate more on the, hey, let's get, what's, what do you got going on this weekend? You know, and that's cool too. I mean, that's you know, all ASL is good. You know, we're kind of blessed that we have a, you know, a great bunch of guys that enjoy each other's company and are willing to put in the work to make sure that new guys that come in or new people that show up, you know, feel welcome. That's always been a big thing for us. Um, I'll leave, I'll leave it with one last real quick story. Okay. Uh, my very first thought uh, in this, cause this kind of speaks about my philosophy of, how ASL should look, right? My very first experience going to Oktoberfest, and this is 30 years ago, probably now, maybe more than 30 years ago. And uh, I signed up with Robert, Fein, uh, Robert Feinstein, one of our other members and a good friend of mine. And, and I think Eric Johnson was there too. And uh, we walked through the door. We didn't know anybody that was there. We, you know, we're in Southern California, they're in Cleveland. You know, we really didn't know too many guys that were there. And Mark Nixon greeted me at the table when I walked up and shook my hand and made me feel like I just walked into his living room and I had been personally invited by him to be there. He just made me feel so comfortable, wow. so welcome to be there. And I just thought to myself, wow, that's what ASL should be. That's, that's an ASL experience. That's what you want guys to have, to feel like they're welcome. 
And honestly, you know, I love Mark and, and I admire him greatly. He's the guy that really showed us or showed me how to really make ASL, you know, a lot of fun and, and, and build something, you know, more than a game. Yeah. Yeah. More than a game. Yeah. yeah. More than a game. So, so that's my shout out to Mark Nixon because yep, he's we, and a we, guy and he deserves it. We'd love to interview him too. If you can get in touch with <laughs> oh, him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to drag him out of retirement. I think, yeah. Like Cause that. he, he showed up once in an ASLOC, I, or I think, or was it an ASLOC? Oh, he shows up at ASLOC every year, but usually oh. briefly. Yeah. Oh, briefly. Okay. Cause I yeah, remember like, people were like, Oh, Mark's here. Jeremy, okay. Mark Nixon. I've read his like scenario replays. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this guy, you know, yeah. but uh, no, he's, yeah. he's the best. He, he set the tone and we just ran with it from there. Frankly, you know, we really did. So what would Mark Nixon do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a crook. Can't go wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll say goodbye then. We'll sign off here and uh, we will hope to talk to you sometime in the future. And Thanks for joining us, Jim. Yes. Thank you very much. You. All right. I had fun. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye bye then. Bye. Okay. Take care now. You too. Well, Jim did very well. Excellent interview. Pleasant, polite, respectful, and a gentleman. Talkative enough to but, make a good interview. Yes, yes, and that, that too. You know, not that you have to be all that talkative, boys and girls out there. So if we've been contacting you and you haven't been replying to our emails, feel Please free do. to yeah. say you can do an interview. And we can do a short interview. And if you think you speak well, we might let you come on the show. Yes. Just email us. Just email us. Say, I'd like to be on. Suggest someone that you know yeah. would make a great interview. Even if you just want to be on for five minutes, 10 minutes, talk about. Yeah. Actually zoom just, in and talk. And just chat with us. Maybe we should. Yeah, We could we do a little segment like that. Yeah, yeah. Like a guest. Yeah. A guest a week. A guest every show or something for 10 minutes. It's done. Yeah. Let's do that. We're going to get inundated. Hopefully. And then next two weeks, we'll see you all in two weeks. Yes. I want to say thanks for listening. Remember to roll low. And rally well. But, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. us. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Ta-ta. Okay, let's go light up these cigars. Did I tell you about the, uh, I saw a guy from Boston doing a cigar interview on YouTube and he's talking about cigar. That's a really good cigar. Did he... This cigar is a great cigar. I like the smoke of this cigar. And I thought, man, he had, was great, great. Uh, Pakistan, the compound. That's right. <laughs>